This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen, 716. Yeah, the possibility of a pop-up shower thunderstorm, I guess, this afternoon. Highs around 90. We're just uh, watching the stories about this heat wave that's just all over the country right now. You know, they're making a big deal about the Northwest because it's not normally that hot. They're seeing record highs. For us, 90? It's still pretty hot. I just can't even imagine. I have a friend in Las Vegas, and it's like 117 there. I'm like... Yeah, but it's a dry heat. I know. It's still (laughs) hot, though. I remember we went to Laughlin, Nevada, which is like a little further away than Las Vegas, and it was 124 when we were in the parking lot. When you're standing in the parking lot, it was 124 degrees, and it was just hot. Yeah. And you're still sweating. Right. Your body is, like, wet. Yeah. So we went down to Florida for a long weekend, and Kristen has been like, oh, it's going to be so hot down there. It's going to be so <laughs> muggy. My hair is just going to freak out of that humidity. But the nights were actually quite pleasant. Yeah. Out of the balcony. You know, Wait you till July and August. <laughs> <laughs> we're well, going to skip those months down there, aren't you? Yeah. Well, so far in late June, we're actually pretty comfortable down there. Manageable. Nice. Right now it's 72. It's Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, rudeness is on the rise. Also, Fritz is about to learn what a tiddlywink is. And the trick to getting your kids to eat more vegetables. It is Monday, the 28th of June, 2021. We're Jeff and Jenna here. It is your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah. All right. Uh, it, it may seem like rudeness is on the rise these days. Uh, a stat has even been going around claiming that 98% of people have experienced rude behavior at work. But this is interesting. A new study in the Journal of Applied Psychology looked at three main fields. They looked at restaurants, they focused on manufacturing, and they took a hard look at office workers. And they found that while about 70% of these workers have experienced some rudeness, only 16% of workplace relationships are considered rude or toxic by the people they polled. So basically, the numbers are showing that rudeness isn't an epidemic in the workplace. Instead, you have a few bad apples that are spoiling it for the whole office and creating this perception that it's rampant. A co-author of the study said, quote, prior research suggests workplace mistreatment is harmful and widespread. So it is often called an epidemic. But our findings show that rude behavior is less like the flu and more like cholera. Yeah, it's harmful, but far less common. And outbreaks are often traced to a single source, much like Uh a contaminated water pump. (laughs) I mean, the rudest behavior we encounter is just this having this shared space, wouldn't you say? That maybe, you know. 
the, the, the shared space isn't always equally respected amongst yes. everyone. Yeah, yep. that's true. Oh, yeah, because you're right. This is a shared space by a lot of people at different times of the day. Right. Yeah, and I will say I think the fact that the four of us work in very close quarters mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. and have for, what, the past 18 or 19 years a now. A long time. And haven't killed each other yet. <laughs> I think it's pretty remarkable. Yeah. This is true. But I can see how that'd be real tough, you know, in environments where, uh, you know, you just don't have that, don't have that distance. Yeah, because I mean, I'm racking my brain trying to think of anything rude that goes on here. Do you think they think we're gross, the other people that work here? Oh, Do you think think they they say like, oh my God, fridge leaves are crap everywhere or Jen can't clean up her blender? What do you think? I take my cues from Molly. And Molly has just volunteered out of the blue without me prompting her how much she appreciates the fact that I leave this area clean and tidy. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe for she's me, just being I just nice, don't but, enjoy other people's stuff everywhere. You know what I mean? Like if you go into a shared room and you're like, "Why?" Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at five one three seven nine one forty four forty. Or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Whose is this? Yeah. And there'll be clothes or cups or... Props. Like, or... yes, the other day, and I don't even know who it was, but someone was cleaning this other studio and they took the cleaner clearly and cleaned it and then took paper towels and wiped it and then just left the paper towels sitting there. Right. I'm like, why? Like, I don't know. Why would you not finish? Right. I just, some, some of that stuff, I'm like, what's going on with you? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're just really busy. Well, Maybe. I suppose I would take that kind of rude behavior over somebody like saying mean. crappy, mean things. Right. I mean, there was a time when we kind of had someone around the building policing that stuff, like making sure that this was cleaned up and that was organized and that was where it was supposed to be and don't leave your dishes or your coffee mugs in the sink. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of gone by the wayside now. People well, are feeling more free to just I think leave their crap. In the new building, I think that will come back. I think right now, because so many people are displaced with moving things and things are going from here to there and people have crates and yeah i think that's what happened and who will be that person that's losing their mind over the i don't know building if they treat the new building the way they treat this one we're bringing jb back (laughs) (laughs) we need him (laughs) we do our old general we could hire him as a consultant just to pace the halls once or twice a week yep I'm going to send him a picture of all those dishes by those sink out, <laughs> by the sink out there. You're just going like, to break his heart. How do you feel about yeah. this? Thought about you this morning. I'm <laughs> doing it. 
All right, we got <laughs> Fortnite now, so kids don't play with tiddlywinks anymore. Tiddlywinks, Fritchie, that's a game where... Yeah, yeah, I had to look it up. Yeah, you use a plastic disc to flip smaller discs into a cup, and that's what you need to know to understand what we're dealing with here. Teenagers would look at that game now and go, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally had to type it into really? Google and then click on images because I'm not a teenager, but I don't know what this is. You want is. me to do what? <laughs> it can be surprisingly addictive. Yeah. A 45-year-old woman in New Zealand named Mary McCarthy got tested for COVID back in October. Turns out it was not COVID, but the doctors found something else. A tiddlywink that had been stuck up her nose for 37 years. That's so crazy. Yeah, it was a nasal test, and the swab dislodged it. Ew, really? Yeah, and it didn't come out at first. Like, her nose hurt for months after the test and wouldn't stop running. And then she got an infection. But doctors were like, oh, you know, it's just a problem with your sinuses. So she finally just goes on long enough. She goes to the ER. This is last Wednesday because the pain got so bad. They asked her, they said, did you shove anything up there? She said, no. I mean, you know, not since I was eight. Not recently. (laughs) Well, turns out that as a kid, she liked to shove tiddlywinks in each nostril (laughs) and then blow them out to see how far they'd fly. Well, sure. (laughs) Now that was a a fun game. That makes me want to go order some and try it at home. Well, I guess one time she inhaled one but never told her parents. She just tried to pretend that it didn't happen and moved on. When I was eight years old, I was playing tiddlywinks outside and I put a tiddlywink in each nostril and then would blow them to see how far they would go. But one time I did it, I accidentally inhaled it. Fast forward 35 years later, had a COVID test. Obviously, it had dislodged the tiddlywink that was inside. They did a CT scan and found that there was something inside my nose. Oh, wow. Yeah, that uh, CAT scan she's talking about at the hospital spotted the tiddlywink in her upper nose, and she had surgery on Thursday to get it out. They ended up having to push it. They, they ended up having to push it even farther up her nose to remove it through her mouth. That was, ah! only, that was the only way they could do it. I know oh it's all God. connected, but I don't want to know that it's all I connected. Don't. Yes. E. Mary says she's <laughs> always had issues breathing through her nose, but never made the connection. That How do the... you forget you have a tiddlywink up your nose, even when you're eight? She forgot. <laughs> she never made the connection that the tiddlywink might still be wow. up there. All right. Speaking of kids, you could try to get your kids to eat more vegetables by drowning them in butter and salt or in the case of my mom italian dressing just pour that italian dressing all over that spinach got me to at least finish it i didn't love it new study found that it doesn't really work because when i grew up and i was old enough to make my own decisions i avoided spinach completely something else might work though try this technique try bombarding them with even more vegetables Researchers at Penn State, they tracked 67 kids between the ages of 3 and 5 for like a month. What they found is that when kids got twice as many vegetables on their plate, they ended up eating 68% more veggies overall. Why is that? Mm -hmm. They say it's important to keep all the other portion sizes the same as normal. Like you can't double up on the vegetables and also say, all right, we're going to double up on the meat and Potatoes and, and French pasta fries. and French fries, too. 
Doesn't work that way. I mean, those foods are important, too. You know, if it's a favorite food like chicken nuggets, they might not eat as many vegetables. So you got to make sure that the vegetables taste pretty good compared to all the other stuff on the plate. But it's worth a try. Just pile some extra on there. Yeah. Because you can only move it around your plate so much. That's what I always did when I was a kid. Move it around the plate, make it look like I'd eaten try some. spread it out. Yeah. yeah. And try to slide like it two. under that. I didn't really ever there. get that no. past anybody, but no. I tried. We do ranch. I know that's not the healthiest pattern, but... You know, people like dipping stuff. So if you give them a whole bunch of carrots and some ranch, they like yeah. it. Yeah. Now, Fritchie, would you believe it if I said that dads shouldered more of the extra parenting than moms last year? No, I would not believe that. And you'd be right because that didn't actually happen. <laughs> I was just throwing it out there to I see if I could say, lead you. Um, no. No. <laughs> and you'd be right. Uh, nope. A new global study found the average mom did 173 extra hours of parenting in 2020 because of the pandemic, and dads only pitched in an extra 59 hours. That's just over one extra week's worth of dealing with the kids for moms and about two and a half days for dads. Both those numbers seemed low. It's because we were all together so much. There was just so much togetherness. You had to parent all the time, you know? When your kids weren't going to school... You don't parent them usually at school, but when they're with you, you're parenting. Well, those are the global average numbers here in the U.S. It might be be a little bit more, yeah. All right, 728, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102 coming up. We got 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matarese. Yeah, he's checking in in a few minutes. Uh, He's talking about Spectrum's cell phone service. Is it any good, and does it really save money? John Matarese is straight ahead so you don't waste your money. Queen of Broken Hearts, Black Bear, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102, 636. We got nine news consumer reporter John Matarese on the line here so you don't waste your money. Hey, John, how are you? Good morning, Jeff and Jen and Fitch and Tim and everybody, everybody. Good morning. We were having issues with the phone this morning. Yeah, I kept calling. I called three times. It was one of those things where I got like a fax machine, you know, and then I got oh, your, old a- your old AOL dial-up line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One more no, we week don't... of that, and we're out of here. I man. don't know what was and going you're... on. It kept hanging up on you, and I'm like, eh. We're going well, high-tech at the new place, buddy. Yeah, that's an indicator. You need to move to the new building. But, you know, some people are like they've had it with their cell phone because, you know, you're having problems like that or simply because the bill is so high. Because, you know, it's like whatever happened to $75 a month for a cell phone? Now it's like 125 150 a month. If you've got a family and you got, you know, a couple and there's a couple of people on the phone, all of a sudden it's $200 a month. And people are saying, whoa, that's getting crazy. So Spectrum Cable is out with a cell phone service. And you might have seen ads. They've been advertising it heavily this year. And do any of you have it? Have any of you switched to Spectrum's cell phone? No. Nope. No. But they are out with it, and they're really advertising it heavily, especially if you have Spectrum cable. They they push you on you uh, on you all the time. Oh. And, and it's like, oh, you could save a lot of money, they say. So the question is, people have been asking me, is it any good, or is it just one of those awful phone services that you regret having? Well, we checked into it, and there have been some research done on it. There's, people have looked into it, and the answer is it's not a bad service 
among the discount services. I mean, they're saying it's $45 a month for one line unlimited data, which is just great. Wow. I mean, it's like almost half the price of the big guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's much cheaper. How do they do it? Do they have a good signal? Well, they piggyback onto AT&T and Verizon's towers. So oh. it does have a good signal. You know, it's like any of those cheaper services. One is called Boost Mobile. One is called Mint. Yep. Uh, what they do is they kind of hop on uh, and use the bandwidth of AT&T and Verizon. So the coverage is good. Uh, some people say it. it may throttle you a bit if it's a busy time um it's it's you know you're not getting verizon but again you're not paying 150 dollars a month so if your cell phone bill is big and it's just getting crazy and you're saying i just can't afford this you know you're trying to cut the budget you're trying to cut corners look at spectrum cables phone because it actually gets pretty good reviews yeah i'll tell you what like this little pocket that we're in here like up against this hill off Reading Road, we've always had trouble with cell phone reception here. Luckily, we have good Wi-Fi here in the building. In the new place, we, we have a similar problem with the cell signal just because of the spot that we're in. But we got like a little stick outside where we got a couple of transmitters on it. And mm-hmm. evidently, it's my understanding that uh, we could lease that out to cell phone companies if they wanted to mount on. Hmm. Well, well, if they do boost that, that I signal. Hope, I, Jeff, I hope you get a cut of it. Uh, you know, you get a percentage. Minus so do I. Fee. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's so make a deal. For, yeah, looking for some uh, savings. It you know, might be worth looking at the Spectrum cell phone. As I always say, don't waste your money. All right, buddy. We'll see you tonight Thanks, on 9 Dan. News at what, 5? Yeah, 4, 5, 5.30. All, <laughs> all of them. He's there all day. All Ever since great. they brought him back in the building, they won't let him leave. He's there all the time now. <laughs> all right, buddy. Take it easy. Take care, John. Yeah. Did you guys hear Taco Bell just added another new item to their menu? Where do they find room on the board? Actually, this is an old item they're trying to pass off as new. Five years ago, they, they debuted, you may remember, the Triple Double Crunch Wrap, Jen. Triple Double Crunch Wrap. No, I don't. What 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 did it involve? It's like a regular Crunch Wrap, but with two layers of beef and nacho cheese. Oh, wow. And two tostadas. Sounds low. And then it's all wrapped in a giant tortilla. Oh, man. It has been off the menu since 2019, but now it's back under a different name. They're calling it, well, I guess triple-double was too wordy, apparently, so they're calling it the Grande Crunch Wrap instead. Well, (laughs) triple-double may make it sound like it's... Just too big for one person. Yeah, I, I don't it does even know sound what like that it. is. Triple yeah. double. So what does that mean? It's three times two. Is it six? It's like triple cheese <laughs> and know. double the meat. Oh, that's the the I think. Well, they're going to go with going Grande Crunch Wrap instead. That's available for a limited time. Hmm. Enjoy. That sounds good. I haven't been to Taco Bell in a very long time. And I guess we now know what your parents were doing with all their free time at home during the pandemic. New study out of the University of Pittsburgh found sales of Viagra and other erectile dysfunction drugs skyrocketed last year. There was a dip in sales early on in March and April, but then they shot way up after that. The senior author of the study says the stats they saw suggest people were having more spontaneous sex with their partners than ever before and added that the men just wanted to be ready. There you go. (laughs) Just in case. 
That's right. <laughs> All right, we got a story here. It went down last Tuesday. I guess a driver in Maine was pulled over for speeding, and they were really flooring it. They were in a 45-mile-an-hour zone, but they were clocked at 110 miles an hour. Dang. Crazy. When the cop caught up with him, the driver said he was driving so fast because a female passenger of his desperately had to pee. You know, when you got to go. Yeah, but I don't think that, I think that that's like, you can be arrested for reckless driving level stuff, right? I think for peeing, you're, you, you know, yes. in labor. Yeah. It might Heart be. attack in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were actually pulled over in the parking lot of a Circle K convenience store. And while the driver was being arrested, the woman ran inside to find the bathroom. So apparently they weren't lying about that. But in the end, it's no excuse. The driver was hit with charges of criminal speeding, operating after suspension, and driving under the influence. Mm. So if it wasn't one, it was going to be another. And finally, this morning, to-go drinks helped a lot of bars weather the pandemic. I'm glad that's sticking around. That's Me gonna too. That's going to stay. Do um, you do it often? Like when you when you have something left over, do you, you know, like when, like, have you been down to the banks and done the Dora where you just pour it in the cup and then you can walk around outside? I haven't actually experienced the Dora. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Like, if you're sitting at the grail and you're like, oh, my, you know, oh, let's walk outside and see what's happening. You can just pour it into the door cup and just walk outside and finish it outside. You can't go into uh, a restaurant or a bar with Mm -hmm. the cup with stuff in it. You have to finish it before you go in. But if you're at a place and you're like, oh, we got to run outside and meet our friends at Ten Roof, Mm -hmm. you just pour it in the cup and you can go. It's fantastic. Yeah, and and they're trying to keep that alive as long as everyone behaves and is responsible and we don't have any major incidents. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other parts of the country are not keeping it. Uh, Not that there's a problem with it, but New York, for example, just banned it again and only gave people a day's notice. One bar owner there said not being able to sell batched cocktails are going to take away about 10% of his profits. The other side of the debate is it was banned for a reason. And won't people spend more money if they come back into the bar anyway? Someone polled 10,000 Americans on this topic and they asked if to-go drinks should still be allowed. And here's what people said. 60% of Americans the majority of Americans think bars should be allowed to keep doing that, at least for now. That includes 43% who said it should be allowed permanently. 20%, however, said it's time to stop. And another 21% are still unsure. I mean, how many people are taking their beers and going straight to their car? That's what I worry off? about. Yeah, is same. Just I worry about that, too. Car. But I do enjoy, like, when you go to get Mexican takeout, you can now purchase margaritas to go and drink them at home. That's nice. That is nice because that was kind of part of that meal, that ambiance of that meal when you got that food to go. Because margaritas, going home and making a margarita is a pain in the butt. By the time you make the margarita, your food is cold. Well, and they don't taste the same. It's like they're better from La Pinata. Yep. You know? So we would just have our margaritas delivered by uh, Mizunte. Yeah. See? That's what I'm saying. It's lovely. We're going to take a break here. 746 Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.